This is the Bulls on the Birds podcast, episode 11, coming to you from Chester County, where the Eagles took their first game, 38-35, over the Lions. You gotta love it. A win's a win, baby. A win (laughs) is a win. Now, before we talk about the Eagles, breaking news, Aaron Rodgers got a haircut. Dude, he's listening to our podcast. (laughs) I think so. Is that not how we ended the last podcast? That hair looks scraggly. And then I see young guy. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he's got a nice crop of hair. And Aaron's got, it looks like he oils it up or something. And I was like, dude, you've got to do something with that. Sure enough, he did. Yeah, he did. And he looked sharp. Yeah, he looks less of a journeyman. Well, he's still. <laughs> his hair looks sharp. His game, he's got to get used to some new wide receivers. Losing Devontae Adams really hurts him. It really did. I'll tell you what, though. I think our thesis on Christian Watson is going to play out. Oh, yeah. Did you see the first play of the game? That was unbelievable. He blew his man away. Had he caught that ball, it went right through his hands. It went right and through his hands. And you can see hands. him smack himself in the head. I felt so bad for him. Yeah. But had he caught that, Aaron Rodgers, Christian, I would guarantee 1,500, 1,600 yards. Because Aaron Rodgers would be, all right, I found my guy. I this found is my deep guy. ball guy. This yeah. is now, him. now he's got to kind of you know work himself out of the trenches and say, yep. hey, I'm still your guy. Back That's into Rodgers, good grace. Again. Yeah. Absolutely. At six foot five, running a four three, he's going to yeah. get behind yeah. the defense again. And, and he did. All he needs to do is just make sure his hands are working. Yeah. Well, anyway, so the Eagles win 38 35, and this is just going to be a quick post game analysis for the most part. First off, what did you see that encouraged you during the game? Second off, what were some of the things that concerned you or worries as okay. you watched this and game? There are, there are a couple of those. Yeah. So, first off, encouragements. What, what did you like seeing? against the Lions in week one. The best encouragement I could grab from that is it was a bad game. I don't think we had a really good game. No, I don't think so either. But it was a good result. A win's a win. A win's a win. And that's what championship teams do. They find a way to win when they play bad or they're just not making the plays or or something's wrong that week. They find a way to win. The Eagles found a way to win. And that's what championship teams do. I agree. That's a great point. And... It felt the whole game, even though it ended up being a close game, like we were never really in trouble. Yeah. It almost felt like we were the favored team, kind of almost big brothering the Lions. Right, right. And that's a good point. That's an indication that you got a good team, even when on their off day, you still feel pretty confident in the result. Right. Even if they're playing somewhat sloppy. Yeah. That's what championship teams do. And, and, and that's, that's a we good have point. That feel. You have an off day, but you still win the game. Yep. That's what championship teams do. What else uh, encouraged you about? Eagles and Lions game. Four words. Miles Sanders, north-south. <laughs> I saw him run north and south. Two minutes left in the game. We need a big play. Yeah, I think it was like third and two, right? Or yeah, third and, and he one. runs right into the pack. It's stuffed. It's totally stuffed. There's nothing there. He doesn't but he get ran north-south, and by him running north-south, that draws the linebackers in. Then he popped it outside. Yeah. And that's, that's when you use... Your Miles Sanders moves in speed. And, and he turned explosion. it into 24 yards. It was. It was It was impressive to yeah. see. So him running north-south, I, I think that opens the game up so much more for him rather than looking east-west west right off the bat. Too much coverage out there. People are looking for that. I agree. If you get a chance, take a look at Miles Sanders' highlights from his last three years of playing and compare him to this game. Good and point. There really is a noticeable difference in how north and south his direction in week one was compared to what he's done yeah. historically. Because we were talking about, hey, let's get Jordan Howard in here. He runs north-south. All the time. If, if Miles Sanders continues to run north-south, he's going to 
blow that five, five TD, TD. <laughs> number yeah. away. And, you know, I was encouraged to see that, too. Him get yes, the touchdown. that was another encouragement, that they had confidence Enough confidence to give him the ball in the red zone. Exactly. I hope that's a confidence booster for yeah, him. It absolutely. seemed like when he got up from that touchdown, he oh, kind of had some oh, yeah. attitude with him. Yeah, yeah all right, I'm yeah. here. This is me. And it's like the, his teammates knew that, too. They were like, yeah, let's lift him up. And It was a great encouragement. I'll say one of mine. I think... A.J. Brown, just in general, was awesome to see. To come out and have 155 yards, be Jalen's go-to guy. I think the only deep ball went to... Brown, yeah, uh, you know, for what was it like a forty-two yarder? Fifty, yeah, it was some... It was forty-two, and then he drugged two guys <laughs> for like from the fifteen, 15 yards. To the four, yeah, he's so strong, yeah. And one of the things that experts pointed out when we picked up Brown was that the one area Devonte Smith struggles, yeah. is against the press coverage, absolutely. And you really did see Devonte Smith get shut down, yeah. But press coverage does not work against. And AJ they showed Brown. it in the TV coverage. They showed uh, Devonte Smith getting shut down by the press. Then they looked over to Brown, and he was getting free. I know people are going to say, "Hey, Devonte Smith didn't have a reception." That's a big concern. It's it's not a big concern. Jalen Hurts went where he needed to go. This week, the Vikings are going to have, I, I, I guarantee they'll have an eye on A.J. Brown. They'll be looking like we got to shut him down, and Devontae Smith will be wide open because nobody's got two corners that we got. Yep, agreed. And that, that was my next point for encouragement. Is that a shutdown pass D or what? On our side. Yeah. Our pass defense looked yes. awesome. Yeah. And just real quick, going back to A.J. Brown. Yeah. Not just A.J. Brown's performance in general, but I specifically like the fact that Jalen Hurts was comfortable firing it over the middle. Yes. Because that's a really dangerous area for it a QB is. to fire. Yeah. And I think the majority of Brown's receptions were across the middle. Yeah. Sometimes Jalen Hurts threading the needle between two or three defenders to get it to him. And that shows that he's got confidence. He's got some serious AJ confidence Brown's in A.J. Brown. That ball. Yeah. And that 51-yarder. That was a 50-50 ball. Yeah, it was. A.J. Brown went up and got it, and then he, he he pulled that guy for 11 yards. It's fun watching A.J. Brown, too, because one of the things they always say about receivers is they hear footsteps when yeah. they're going across the middle. But, dude, watching A.J. Brown, it's like the linebackers and quarterbacks are hearing his yeah, footsteps yeah, when, he he's, when footsteps. he's coming across the exactly. middle. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's out there. He's a shark. He's ready to he's punish hunting. someone. Yeah. yeah, as soon as he gets the ball, he's looking to lay his I, shoulder it down. It is so fun. Watching a guy like that play no football doubt. and catch passes. Absolutely. Really, and I do think that's going to totally open up. Devontae Smith. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I didn't see a lot to Goddard. Goddard had a good game. He did. I think he had 60 yards or so. Yeah. Right on track with a, an, an 800 Which yard. Which is what we would expect. Yep. Yeah. But it wasn't like, because in the past, I think the Eagles have looked to the tight end a little more. Sure. But with now you've got A.J. Brown out there. You've Devontae got Goddard. Smith. That's going to open stuff up for Devontae Smith. Yeah. yeah, he didn't get a reception. Only four targets or something. That That's an anomaly. Yeah. He's, he's going to have a great year. I agree for sure. So going back to our secondary, that was a huge encouragement. Oh, yeah. You're absolutely correct. And contrary to what we both thought, the first pick six doesn't come from big play slay. It yeah. comes from James Bradbury. Yeah, and another encouragement. The new guys, I was up and down at, for MVP. Is it Jalen Hurts? Because I think Hurts had a great game. Hurts did have a I good think, game. And, and you're going to hear people come at, He's the same quarterback. He hasn't he's changed. He's running too much. Yes. He's not throwing the ball down yep. the field. His passing doesn't look yeah. all that much But you improved. know what? I think he did that because he had to do it. He was getting rushed a lot. Yeah, yeah. And 
On the other side, Howie Smith, look at look at what our new our new pickups did. Bradbury or Blackberry as <laughs> Merrill Reese did you hear yeah, that? Yeah, I did hear oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So Bradbury, Bradbury gets and, a pick uh, six. Chauncey Gardner Johnson looked Chauncey great. Gardner saw, John, he looked good. He was in a he lot really of plays. Did. He was in the um, mix. AJ Brown goes for 155. These are and all I tell great you what, acquisitions. Another, another thing on my, my list here is Davis. On, on the oh, D-line. Jordan Davis. Jordan yes. Davis looked great. He looked awesome. I heard a stat yesterday. Yeah, you were telling me about this yesterday. He had 22 snaps, I think. And, and that was our big question. Were they going to use Davis alongside of Cox, or were they going to use Davis as Cox's replacement? And it looks and like it seemed he, like they're using him as Cox's replacement right, right now. Right. I think they'll still use both of them in tandem on a few nice. occasions. Because I I didn't see a lot out of Cox. That's yeah, a concern Cox, for me. And I agree. We'll get to that on the discourage. Sure, thing. sure. But Jordan Davis looked good, and the 22 plays he was in, their, their run yardage was averaging two yards. No kidding. Versus like eight when he wasn't in there. So even if he's not making the tackle, he's making his presence known. Absolutely, yeah. Another encouragement that I have, when you think of Eagles' safeties, you think of guys like Brian Dawkins, yeah. Malcolm Jenkins, just lighting people up. Yeah. And with two minutes to go in the half, the first half, the Lions had the ball on the Eagles' seven-yard line or so, and it was third and one. They hand it off to Swift, and Marcus Epps comes flying from the backfield and drills Swift. Swift basically gets stood up, and he doesn't get the one yard. And I think it forced the Lions to kick the field goal. And with that legacy of Dawkins and Jenkins, seeing that out of Epps, that you, was pretty awesome. Yeah, you see a little bit of that in him. I see why they were so high on him. Yeah, coming for someone who season. was not a starter last yeah. year, he has made some serious he improvements. He really has. Another play I saw, it was a wide receiver screen, and before the guy could even turn, Epps guy was catches on him it. right away. Epps took his legs out, knocked him for a yard loss, and I'm like, man... And getting around a lineman that was there to block as well. So that guy can crash. He's a baller. He is a baller. I'm liking what I see from Epson. Absolutely. It's also encouraging in terms of the the Eagles' internal development program. Yeah. Because now you have a guy like TJ Edwards. Yeah. Undrafted free agent when he was a rookie. Good point. But he's turned out to be potentially an all-pro linebacker this year. Yeah, I thought TJ had a really good game. I think so. And he just looks good overall. He's certainly a a week-to-week starter. Yeah. And then you have Marcus Epps, who was not a starter last year. They were saying he's dramatically improved, and at least in this first game, it does seem like he did. Yeah. So you have two Eagles who you might, when they first got on to the organization, you weren't expecting much production out of them. Right. And that says something about our internal development, yeah. which is huge. It's yeah. not necessarily something I would say that has been the Eagles' strong point over the years. Yeah. Over the years, the only place I've seen that is on the O-line. Okay. I haven't really seen it anywhere else, but on the O line, you've definitely that's a good point. Seen Jordan, Jordan Mailata. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. are a lot of names. Yeah, that but to see it with with linebackers and, and yeah. yeah, with safeties, it's good to see. The other thing with the new new pickups additions, where I think Howie's in the week one MVP balloting at least. Sure, you know you've got the pick six from Bradbury, a huge because you got the 100, White, 155 yards, 155 from AJ Brown from AJ Brown. Kazir White tips that ball. Was he the one who knocked it? He to... was the one who tipped it, and and Bradbury picks it up and okay. takes it in. Yeah, yeah. So that's all recent acquisitions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So you're right. I mean, Howie's in the running for MVP. Week yeah, one. yeah, he's he's got to like his pickups. Very cool. So let's move from encouragements to some concerns. Sounds good. Uh, what what were some of the worries that you saw? I'll, I'll give one right off the bat. First and second down, there was a noticeable lack of production. Yeah, and we had to convert third down way too many times this yeah. game, and that was concerning to me. It was clear that Detroit. Number one, and I got to work this in there because I said I would every week. Yep. These cream puff practices. Yeah. It was clear Detroit was hitting and we weren't. It's true. And we said because of the cream puff practices, what you'll see is a slow, slow start, start and a tired ending. Finish. Sluggish yep. finish. And both those things exactly were true. Exactly what we saw. Yeah. Right. Now, it, it weeks two, three, that's going to work itself out. Agreed. So we were fortunate that we got away with it. Especially against Detroit. And we yeah, can. yeah. But again, coaching first and second down, I, I, we need improvement there. And I don't think that's on the players. I think that's on the coaching. I think it's on play selection. Yeah, and very interesting. And again, kind of like you said, Hertz has a, a good case to be the MVP. He stepped up a lot, especially on third down when he got pressure from the, the D-line collapsing in on him. Right. He broke some incredible runs and yeah. kept a lot of drives going. I- exactly. But I don't want that to be a pattern going forward. I don't want Hurts to have to be the hero yeah. on third down over and over and over again. We need to get you know four yards out of a running back on first down yeah. or a good slant across the middle. First and second down production has to go yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't see a lot of Zach Pascal. And he's the guy that I would expect when you've got a heavy rush to be across the middle where Hertz can pick him up right away and drop it off. Yeah, quick slot. Yeah, again, but that again, that could be back to coaching and the play calling, and I want to see some of that. So Hertz has that outlet before just tucking it away and running, because with the, those number of runs, you can see he took a she- another cheap shot. He did. If guys it, are going to go after that. Guys are going to go after him, and if this is the year to determine whether he's our franchise QB or not. Yeah. That's one thing you have to take in the back of your head is, is he going to be taking shots like this season yeah. in and season out? Yeah. Because that brings longevity into question. Yeah. And I was watching the Kansas City game highlights, and Mahomes has five touchdowns. Yeah, he looked good. Passes just look great. And they were saying Patrick Mahomes isn't a running quarterback. Yeah, he is. Yes. Patrick Mahomes is a running quarterback. But – Patrick Mahomes has learned at a young age, and I would like Jalen to learn this, that you take the yardage you get and then get out of bounds. Don't take the hit in bounds, even the slide, because sometimes that came, and that's how he got the shoulder to the head. Yeah. Take it outside. We don't need those two or three yards. Let's let them run. And Patrick Mahomes has really learned that. So he's got the escape ability and the ability to pick up those extra yards, but he knows take it outside out of bounds, you don't have to take the hits. That's a really good point. And one thing that he could learn from Mahomes as well is even when you're committed to the run, mm-hmm. you can still have your eyes downfield. Oh, yeah. Because how many times does Mahomes oh, break absolutely. for the run, and then all of a sudden, before he crosses the line of scrimmage, he sees someone downfield. A sidearm pass to pass the other or, side of the field yeah. or something. Yeah, and I'm not expecting Jalen no, Hurts to no. sidearm passes. But, but yeah, you keep see, your eyes downfield. Exactly. When yeah. Jalen Hurts commits to the run, that is all he's going it to is, do right. once he commits. Right. So it, and you know what? That's just a them. maturing process. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So that is one concern. They, they got to produce more on first and second down. Right. And you talked about that. That may be a coaching factor. Right. Going from the offensive side to the defensive side. I wasn't really impressed with Gannon. 
as far as a defensive scheme. And I don't know what his scheme is. I don't know what his scheme is, and that's the thing. He said he had this very genius scheme from last year, but he didn't have the personnel to pull it off. He's definitely got the personnel to pull it off this year, and I really don't know what he was going for. Jared Goff was not pressured. No, not at all. And he picked up incredible edge rushers like Hassan Reddick. Brandon Graham is back. Yeah. Why aren't we getting pressure on the quarterback? I'll tell you what, and that... That was on my list as well. Looks like we're running a 4-3, but he's turning it into a 3-4. Right. As the play develops. And he's turning it into a 3-4 by having Reddick drop into pass coverage. Which, if you watched any of the preseason games or the practices, when Reddick crashes from the back, he looks awesome. He's, like, unstoppable. Why are you having him drop back? I feel... I feel like you may not remember this because it was years ago when Randall Cunningham <laughs> was quarterback, but they were giving him grief about running so much. Okay. And to a point where Randall Cunningham came out and he said, let me be me. And the, the media blew this oh, up. God, let me be thing. me. Oh, but yeah, I'm sure and then was. Randall Cunningham makes it even worse by explaining it. And his explanation <laughs> was, I didn't say let me be me. I said, let me be me. Oh, man. <laughs> and I want to say to Gannon, let Hassan Reddick be, be Hassan Reddick. He's a beast. He will get it done. I, I don't know if you saw, but there's a highlight. I think you can find it on YouTube when they had a shared practice with the Browns where they had Reddick blitz. It, might, it was with the Browns or maybe the Dolphins. And he went up against, I think, a D tackle. And okay. he just blew the D tackle out of the water, and so then got speed. to the QB. He's yeah. got so much speed and so no much power. No D tackle is going to keep up with him. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. So I, I really hope to see more blitz, more pressure on the QB. Yeah. Get to Kirk Cousins. He can get rattled yeah. in week two, mm-hmm. and specifically from Hassan Reddick. I don't yeah. know why we're wasting his talent yeah. by having him drop drop yeah. back in that pseudo four three three four. And lineup. that's that's where I say I just I don't understand the scheme because. You're, you're, you're taking a huge asset in Hassan Reddick. And it wasn't like they were going to any guy he's covering coming out of the backfield or whether it's a tight end. So uh, the, the other thing kind of along those lines is we talked about, you know, we've got shutdown corners. Yes. You know, the D, and a, a, a strong line. You know, what are they going to do to try to beat the Eagles? And we thought that they might try Attack to test the, line the linebackers. linebackers. Well, you know what? I thought our linebacker play was really strong. I thought it was. Thank God Detroit didn't stay with the winning formula, which was ta- attacking the D-line. Our D-line. Our D-line kind of got a lot dominated. Of I agree. Yeah. All credit to Swift. He's a great running yeah. back. But he should not be running for almost 200 no. rushing yards. No. Game in and, game and on that one, he broke the big one. I did see, if, if you replay it, Epps had a line on him and tripped. Oh, okay. And then Darius Slay came from the other side of the field and, and ran kind of him down. Kind saved the day. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. And don't take anything away from Detroit. They've got an exceptional line. Detroit has a really strong line. They do. I, I think that will be a theme of this season. People are going to figure out that the Detroit Lions are better than yeah. what you would project them to typically be. Yeah. I think they got the right head coach now. They got Patricia out yep. of there. And I think they could take off a little bit. And they know the championship formula. Hogs win championships. Bingo. Yep, and they've been investing in the Hogs. <laughs> yeah, and I tell you, their D-line, O-line, it looks really strong. It does. I'd like to see our D-line pick up play because, for me, that was a discouragement. I and agree. I wonder, are they getting old? Like Brandon Graham, you got to understand, he's coming back, back from, from an, injury. an Achilles. Yeah. That's where the cream puff schedule, you're not... 
you're not going to be ready week one. Yep. Now, these guys are professionals. They know what they need to do. A win's a win. Happy to come out with the win. Yeah. On the offensive side, I really didn't see anything going downhill. That was my one concern. Downfield. Yeah, no deep ball threat. The Hurts had one deep pass to A.J. AJ Brown. Brown, which was great. But overall, it didn't. The, the presence of a deep ball threat wasn't really there. And against a team like the Lions, you might be able to get away with that. Right. But teams Someone like the Buccaneers, gonna, oh, that up. They, they will not allow you to run or throw short. Right. They'll put eight, nine, ten guys in the box. Right. And they'll say, Hurts, until you prove you can go downtown, yep. we're just going to stuff the line. Absolutely. And unless we actually develop a true deep ball threat, and, and I think we have enough weapons in terms of wide receivers. Yeah. Quez Watkins, mm-hmm. Devontae Smith, the speed is there. Absolutely. It really is the question mark of Hertz's arm. Can he yeah. can he can he throw a deep ball? Right. Thanks, D B. You bet. Great one.